from India's largest newsroom I'm Arun George and this is the Times of India podcast It's not like gay or lesbian couples haven't had wedding ceremonies in India, but so far if a same-sex marriage is held in India, it might be accepted by family members and friends, but it has no legal validity. Mumbai-based Dr. Prasad Raj Dandekar, who has been in a relationship with his partner for nearly two decades, explains the problem. In our case, what happens is there is no social security because there is no social recognition. There is no legal security because there is no legal uh, uh, recognition. and there is uh, no recognition at the level of uh, the government also which makes it so very difficult because although me and my partner have been together for all these years on paper we are friends so we have no rights to do anything that a heterosexual married couple has to do In today's episode, we're examining the push for legalization of same-sex marriages and why the case is being made that it's time for India to accept it. On the 18th of April, the Supreme Court will start hearing arguments on whether same-sex marriage should be legalized in India. But we already know which way the central government is leaning on the subject. Where the center opposes the legalization of the same-sex marriages in the country files affidavit in top court saying it's against the Indian societal morality and ethos. The center's affidavit says that Indian family unit consists of a husband, a wife, and children which necessarily presupposes a biological man as a husband, a biological woman as a wife, and the children born out of the union between the two who were reared by biological man as the father and biological woman as the mother. The center says that despite the decriminalization of section 377 of Indian Penal Code, petitioners cannot claim a fundamental right to same-sex marriage to be recognized under the laws of the country. While the central government has maintained that the legalization of same-sex marriage should be done by parliament, two parliamentarians have been attempting to do exactly that. NCP's Lok Sabha MP Supriya Sule had introduced a private members bill on same-sex marriage in April 2022. At the time, she had spoken with my colleague Alka Dupkar about why she was hoping this legislation would be discussed. Do no, I think the whole idea is to making sure that uh, two people who want to get married could be of the same sex should get the opportunity and whatever protection or security that a marriage gives you the same all the rules should be applicable to a same sex marriage a private members bill is a proposed law by an mp that can be debated and passed by the parliament while the number of laws that come from such bills is few they are seen as something that can inspire the government into bringing a certain law Supriya Sule's bill seeks for the amendment of the Special Marriage Act that would allow same-sex couples to get married. She explains why that was the option she chose to try and legalize same-sex marriages. The amendments are why because I wanted to be inclusive to get another bill so you have to other go through. My point is why can't this just be included with whatever it is just by making a small few corrections of allowing it from male to female. female to female male to male small such corrections why do you need new legislation go through that whole thing when things can be done simplified so that was the only thought that we just can let's get a small amendment which is smoother faster and can be done very very easily by any government dr s sentil kumar from the dmk tried a different approach 
He introduced a private members bill also in April 2022. The LGBTQIA plus persons protection of rights bill like Supriya Sule's proposed bill is also still to be considered by parliament. He explained to Alka what the proposed bill aims to achieve. What I have presented is an equal rights for the LGBTQIA community that is they should have the rights to adoption they should have the right to guardianship of a child they should have the right to surrogacy of a child and we should prohibit uh, discrimination in workplace uh, there should be prohibition of discrimination at uh, in housing uh, prohibition of uh, discrimination at educational institutes and uh, they should be treated as a normal any law that should be applied to them as well when it is constituted except that uh, stated otherwise and while many have criticized the central government's stand against the supreme court interpreting law on same sex marriages the dmk mp explained why parliament passing the law could help standardize interpretation by courts regarding legalization of the same sex marriage there has always been a dispute between the parliament and the supreme court because what the central government is saying is that the parliament only has the um, authority to pass a law suppose the central government the parliament passes a constitutional law and that is what we have been stressing upon that is why i have also brought a private member bill so that all the courts can go as a reference that a constitutional law by the parliamentarians has been established and a law has been passed uh, so that the courts can interpret it on the way they like or depending upon the judges or depending upon what court uh, level the cases are heard that is why we say that we have supreme court as a safeguard guardian as uh, for the constitution but still if uh, uh, laws passed by the constitution that stands as a golden rule some of the heterosexual people may say are but hum to shaadi karke phas gaye abhi tumko kyun shaadi karni diya ha humko shaadi karni hai ya nahi karni hai ye hum decide karenge we want the right to marry some of us will decide to marry some of us may decide to not marry so many heterosexual couples now don't marry they live in a living relationships for whatever reason their own reasons but they have a choice of doing so i don't have a choice of marrying my uh, partner i don't have a choice of spending my life respectfully uh, which is recognized by the society and by the law and that is a big problem that's dr prasad rajdandekar who you also heard at the start of the episode the mumbai based oncologist spoke with alka dupkar and me about why the right to marriage matters for same sex couples He explains the difficulties that come with the absence of legal sanctity, why it's not just about monogamy, and why it's really just about letting people have a right that they deserve. Dr. Dandeka started by explaining how the Supreme Court verdict in 2018 that decriminalized same-sex relationships changed his life, but why the next battle became about having the right to marry. So when me and my partner decided to move in together we have been together for 18 and a half years uh, and we started living together in 2011 so whatever 12 years ago or so uh, one of the major concern both our sets of parents had is that uh, homosexuality is criminal in india and both of you are going to live together what if somebody files a complaint against you and you go to jail you could be jailed for 7 years 
and that was a very very significant stressor now after 2018 of course that stress uh, that stress definitely reduced so we are no longer criminal but we still are no longer equal citizens to everybody else so while my friend who is heterosexual can get married can have children can have a respectable social life um i can't and even if uh, uh, there is somebody who whose marriage is not working out or in a dysfunctional marriage that is still legal and they have more rights than you know somebody like us who have had a very stable uh, relationship for 18 and a half years and it's not just about gay marriage you know marriage is an institution marriage finally is a contract at the core of it what is marriage marriage is all about security that your society at large whether it is a government or you know any institution is recognizing your relationship to your loved one and hence protecting it you have protection of your government and you have protection of your society constantly central government is saying that this this will impact society at large in future but by saying that do you think that government is kind of denying um, rights to same sex <clears throat> couples so when the government says that this will have an impact on the society in the future yes i do agree with the government it will have an impact on the society in the future because we are part of the society if you don't give us our rights then it is going to have a very bad negative impact on our future when a government says that uh, we need to debate this in the parliament because this will have an impact on the society what probably is implied or at least i feel is that they are saying you are not a part of this society we need to debate with our kinds to see if people like you should be included in society and that is a terrible thing to do for a government isn't it i mean i have voted i'm part of this democratic process i'm a part of this country i'm a part of this society and i am not given my rights so all that i'm asking is that just give us our rights i mean this should have happened years ago but uh, it has not happened now and now is the right time for correcting what the wrongs have been done of the past government also referred to um uh, future generations of same sex couples saying that once we uh, grant uh, equal marriage right uh, to these couples adoption and children raised by them will become another issue in my opinion i i don't know what to say but how do you look at this argument so what's the problem we are asking for our rights what is the problem with that and if the same sex couples want to have children what is the problem with that and if especially if we want to adopt children that is that should be welcomed by the government so we as a part of lgbt community we are not only just a part of society but we are also just like you and anybody else we have maternal instincts we have paternal instincts we do want to have our own children or we do want to raise children and the government should uh, help us to do that so, so that we you know 
overall build a better uh, society many during the covid pandemic have told me uh, that from the community that how they suffered you know because this wasn't clear so one person <clears throat> is in say unconscious or in icu another person has to make a call but legally doctors were constantly asking for family members yes yes um that is a big problem and not just during covid even today the same problem exists i work in the hospital and even if something happens to me they will ask for my family which is my sister and my mother because legally only they can sign the documents because my partner is a friend on paper so medically legally the hospital uh, even if all the doctors in my hospital who are my friends want to take uh, inputs from my uh, partner they cannot because legally they are not allowed to so that is another uh, huge problem and you may wonder are aisa kitni baar hota hai kab hota hai kya hota hai but life is very unpredictable and more importantly in today's day and age especially post covid we have realized it even more that life is very unpredictable you never know what will happen i want to be at peace thinking that my life when i am not control of it i want it to be in his hands i want him to take decisions for me and not anybody else i don't want my mother or sister to take the decisions i want him to take the decisions so that fear that i have that okay tomorrow if something happens to me you know how will we manage keeps looming at the background and that's not fair it's just not fair why should i not have the same right as my friend who's heterosexual also the medical insurance and life insurance do you get uh, i mean can you make him uh, a nominee so uh, you can i think technically make him a nominee like i have made him a nominee uh, but there they ask for relationships now i have put the relationship as spouse but i am fairly sure uh, if it comes to that when we actually go to claim it they will deny it because they'll say if you are a spouse show us the document who are you when my father passed away a few years ago we didn't have to do anything my mother inherited whatever he had automatically almost not because it is easy but because it has been happening over a period of years there was a clear pathway that was created that this man and this woman are together as partners so if something should happen to them so there is a clear paper trail so nobody asked her for her marriage certificate because they have been living together at the same place their ration card has, has the same name the so aadhar card has the name as a spouse so there is a clear paper trail in my case i have nothing there is no paper trail there is no there is no evidence to suggest apart from the photos that we take together on holidays and uh, there is just just nothing why didn't you go to any other country you with your and shepa's qualifications you could have easily made those choices right yeah so uh, going abroad uh, is definitely an option i actually did my super specialization in the uk at that time actually we discussed about getting married in the uk 
we could have definitely done that we in fact went through the whole process found out what is required what is not required but at that time uh, both of us were clear that we don't want to leave india because our families are here our friends are here and uh, why should we leave we should in fact work towards making things better within india rather than running away from india uh both of us were not keen at all on leaving uh, that's when i came back uh, we moved in together immediately after i came back and settled down i see a lot of people going abroad um, for different reasons so one of the reason is that before 377 got repealed uh, there was a fear that we may get prosecuted and that fear was real and some people had really big problems you know from the family from society or whatever and they went abroad um many people went abroad because they wanted to get married and live with their partner and they felt that in india it was not possible then others went abroad because they felt that they will not get discriminated for being homosexuals many people went because they wanted to raise children so so there were different reasons uh, our thought process was very clear we didn't want to leave we wanted to stay here with family and friends but for me and tripad quality of life is not about what type of houses you live and what sort of roads you have and what sort of fancy cars you drive quality of life is about what sort of people do you have around you and we wanted to be with our family and friends and we were very clear about it um so going abroad was not really an option for us because we both knew that if we did that both of us would be quite unhappy uh, with that decision so uh, going back to politicians i i could see only ncp mp supriya sulian dmp <clears throat> mp dr senthil kumar have presented private members bill on this issue there is no political voice supporting lgbtq community in india uh, so what is your take on it so i am not an expert on politics so i will stay away from the politics part of it but what i want to highlight here is that we are a part of the society we are a part of the democratic process which means we are voters and we actively choose which government gets voted right now if you look at the most conservative estimates uh, published in multiple studies across the uh, world anywhere between 5 to 10% of the population identifies with lgbt community you know even if you say not 5 to 10% chalo 5% that's a significant vote bank right 5% of votes can turn uh, political careers so i would like a system where we have a uh, voice in the political systems which politician that is a different story and i'm very happy that some of our politicians uh, of various parties are doing it and you know other thing uh, i also feel that what a politician does and does not do uh, will also not just reflect upon their thought process and their beliefs and their value system but also what is the larger perception of the society and that is where i want to remind everyone that when you look at what will society think will my constituency support me if i support gay marriage i want to remind all the politicians that 
please remember that we are part of your constituency we are part of the society it is your responsibility to speak for us that is why you are selected you know the argument that the government has used so far is the fact that even if the court does approve of it um you know parliament needs to bring about a law to finally do it because that would then reflect the will of the people but how far does that push it forward societally when decriminalization of homosexuality happened uh, there was of course a fair bit of resistance from multiple uh, you know bodies uh, including uh, government but after it happened it has spiraled into a complete societal change just because it got decriminalized a number of members of the lgbt community are able to live their life to the fullest they are able to come out to their parents they are able to come out to their colleagues they are able to live a life which is very rich and fulfilling because they don't have to hide anything they are not criminals by giving that verdict what the uh, honorable supreme court has done is that it has allowed nearly 10% of the population of india to live a more fulfilling life and i am hopeful that by allowing this gay marriage uh, proposal also we will take it forward what i believe is we all have to grow we all have to move forward if we say that i will go forward but I, you know i will not allow the other person to move forward how will the society go so our request is that take us with you don't leave us behind allow us to get married allow us to have a rich fulfilling life L- allow us to become a uh, fulfilling member of this society and the community and contribute to this democracy you and your partner are coming from a certain background educated privileged so what about like poor and uh, lower strata of the society uh, because without legal protection it is another fight for uh, gay people or lesbians to come out this is in alignment what with what i was saying that take us with you so if you see um, you know without getting into the class system as such but we have various uh, socio economic strata in our country um even somebody whose uh, socio economic strata is different than mine and they are heterosexual they are able to get married they are able to have children right but if there is a member of the lgbt community from say uh, underprivileged strata of the society their battles are many folds than what we go through they have to first ensure that there is food on the plate then they have to think about safety because they they are not as secured as we are they may get killed by their family they may get uh, ostracized by the society so for them marriage becomes like a privilege a gay marriage becomes privilege and sometimes you will see uh, some of the gay people saying that you know you talk about uh, gay marriage but you know how can we get married the society won't allow it and my answer to that is yes maybe you come from a background suppose you are staying in some small town where even if you have a lover 
uh, and even if suppose gay marriage gets uh, legalized but you may not be able to get married because the society will then probably create a lot of problem for you but it's a chicken and egg situation if you wait for the society to change and then we will change law then it's never going to happen the legal system has to come first and say this is normal there are so many of the laws that we have changed right earlier there was a problem with intercaste interfaith people getting married there was a problem with sati season there's so many laws that we have changed so the legal system has to come and the society will follow within lgbt uh, community there is a divide over equal marriage right if i'm not wrong uh, so people say that you know not everyone mm. as you said not everyone wants this right and so fighting this battle is wasting your energy that is the argument some of them put forward what is your answer to uh, them so as i said that um, allow me to choose whether i want to get married or not i should have a choice i should have the same right as my next door neighbor has now if somebody from the lgbt community saying it is waste of energy whose energy are you wasting we all have to ensure equal rights and fairness for the next generation i am 45 now you know it's a bit late for me ideally i would have liked to get married to my partner maybe 18 years ago 19 years ago it's a bit late but i'm still doing it because i know if i do it now and if i engage and into this fight the generations to come will benefit it is a bit selfish to say that because i don't want it i will not do it or you should not do it that is not how society works this this is exactly against our society works. we are social animals because we support each other suppose if the gay marriage is legalized a lot of us may choose not to get married and that's okay it's our choice to not get married but i should have that choice so i don't agree with people who say that we should not waste our energy and if somebody says that i don't want to invest my energy in doing this fair enough but if somebody else is doing it don't discourage them because they want it so given a chance would you like to uh, get married to your partner so i definitely do want to get married and we are literally waiting with bated breath for 18th april when the court hearing will start we don't know how much time the honorable supreme court will take to take a decision but we are really hoping that uh, they like the last time take the right decision of giving us equal rights and we definitely do want to get married um, if things go well and inshallah if everything goes well this year uh, then we would like to get married um, as soon as possible um 18th august is actually our anniversary so 18th august 23 would be our 19th anniversary and if you are getting married you know we would like to get married on 18th august and um so in my case my mother is 68 now but my partner's parents uh are 87 and 90 and they are 
amazing. They are so, so, so supportive and so sweet. And we want to get married with them. I want them to be there when we get married. The interesting part about um, not having the right to marry is that you're together, not because you're married. You're together because you want to be together. And once you want to be together because you want to be together, you don't need anything else, right? You don't need a ceremony uh, to decide that. We want to get married, which means I need a piece of paper from the government saying that Prasad is married to Shripad. We may have a wedding or not. That's a different story. We may say, okay, okay, let's go to the court, sign the paper, get two witnesses and get done with it. Or we may throw a a week-long lavish wedding. That's a different story. Marriage is a legal uh, document. It's a social and legal contract. We want to sign that contract. And then we'll decide at that time how to throw a wedding party. Today's episode was produced by Alka Dupkar, Jairaj Singh, Sunay Marathe and Anuja Singh. For a daily spotlight on people, ideas and stories that matter, subscribe to us. We're available on TY+, Spotify, Apple, Google Podcasts and all other platforms of your choice. For any news tips, email us at tuipodcast at timesinternet.in.